You're listening to the Military Homeschool Podcast. The Military Homeschool Podcast aims to equip and encourage parents by covering topics relevant to military homeschooling families. Tune in each week for tips and advice from someone who's been there as a military wife and homeschooling mom. You also hear inspiring stories and informative guest interviews with experienced military homeschoolers and experts in the educational field. The Military Homeschool Podcast is a broadcast of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Welcome, friends. Grab a cup of coffee. It's time for the Military Homeschool Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Niehoff, and my guest today wears many hats. She's an Army wife, a mom, a grandma, a digital creator, a podcast host, and Mother Christmas. She's full of enthusiasm, positivity, and a love for reading to children of all ages. Caroline Schaefer will most definitely inspire and encourage you today. So now without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Caroline. Thank you. Hello, Crystal. It's so good to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I always feel so uplifted after talking to you. You're and you're so fun to talk to. So I'm glad that I can introduce you to my listeners. Thank you. I love talking to you too. And we could talk for hours and probably days, actually. <laughs> just refill <laughs> the topic sure. up and just keep going. We'll take a nap, have a snack, and we'll get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Caroline. Please take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Well, yeah. So everything you said is, yes, 100% right. I'm an Army spouse. My husband is has been in 21 years, and he went to basic training when he was 27. So he was a considered an old man to be an E2 at the time. <laughs> um, yeah, he's still active duty. He's at the Sergeant Major Academy right now. And, oh gosh, let me see. And then, yeah, over the years, I I stayed home. I also homeschooled and I loved it. And my kids are grown and gone. One lives in Berlin, Germany with my grandson. And um, then my youngest son is in Virginia and he's 25. Let's see, I am a digital creator. I I work as a for other people and make content for them. And then I do host the Spousely I'm Possible podcast. Spousely is an, is an online marketplace similar to Etsy or I guess even Amazon. But we, uh, we're, well, I say we're smaller. Well, I mean, a lot of people are smaller than Amazon. <laughs> but uh, Monica Fullerton, the creator of Spousely, is also a military spouse. Her husband is in the Air Force. And she wanted a place for the military communities so veterans or active duty or, you know, any of the branches or guard or reserves or any of those and their spouses and family members to create things and sell it and not get, you know, not be hit with all the fees that a lot of the other places. Um, and then also first responders can create things. So I've, I get to interview all these people and hear their stories of what, why they started their business and what made it possible. And it's every time I walk away going, wow. Because everybody has a story and I love, I love hearing their stories and, and yeah, and then writing stories and telling stories, which is why I created Mother Christmas. And uh, most people call me 
the the Mrs. name, but that is trademarked, so I will not be saying it. Uh, <laughs> um, and my character is is kind of that. Uh, there's an origin story coming, so I don't I don't want to I don't want to say for sure is she Mrs. or is she not. I don't know yet. That'll be that'll be coming out hopefully um, around Christmas. Like that, the end of the story. That's kind of the cliffhanger. Well, is she the method or not? Mm. Yeah. Oh, did did awesome. I answer the question? I don't know. Did I? Yes, I, for I can... sure. As you can tell, listeners, just listening to Caroline, you can tell that Mother Christmas is definitely as jolly as you would <laughs> expect her to be. And I can tell you that she, she is, is like that year round. I've known Caroline for a long time. And Mother Christmas is actually something fairly recent to last mm -hmm. couple of years. Would yes. you tell us more about her? And what's sure. what's her mission? What does Mother Christmas do? So Mother Christmas, um, she came from when I had to pivot out of the, the Mrs. role. And I had created a YouTube channel where I was reading children's books because I love, I just love to read of all books, honestly, and children's books have the best pictures sometimes. And I realized not only that I need to quit using a trademark name, but that I should also get permission to read the books, which that's an ongoing process. And I have permission to do that. And it, it is important to respect an artist and the work that they've put in to creating something. And that was very important to me. So I pivoted and created Mother Christmas because there's a Father Christmas. And the one thing that I get asked when I'm in costume is, where is Santa? Well, two things I get asked all the time. Where is Santa? And I always have to say, he's at the North Pole. And then where does he get his powers from? So when I created the Mother Christmas character, I was thinking about, well, I get asked that a lot. And I just say it's Christmas magic. But what is what does that mean? And in the amount of time I've spent as Mother Christmas, I realize that the spirit of Christmas can live in your heart all year long. And for Mother Christmas, that means kindness, compassion, and gratitude. Now, Caroline, that's me, you know, like outside of Mother Christmas, um, I've taken, I have a certificate in psychology, positive psychology, and I did attend master resiliency training through the military as well. And I just feel like gratitude is so powerful. But the one thing that Mother Christmas really leans into is how important it is to show kindness, compassion, and gratitude towards yourself, that you have to fill up yourself before you can give to others. Like you can be kind to others, but if you're not taking care of yourself and being kind to yourself, it will exhaust you. Mm -hmm. And you can be compassionate, but again, you have to be compassionate towards yourself. And as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about even just this morning when I was looking in the mirror and noticing some wrinkles or other things, you know, about my mm -hmm. own self. And I have to tell myself, stop it. Like, what would Mother Christmas say to you right now? She would say, oh, you, you're lovely. Love yourself exactly as you are from the inside out. And then find a way to be grateful for who you are, who you're becoming, the journey that you're on. Because I can't change anything about the past. I can't go back to yesterday at all. So if I want to take this 
into the future, what do I want my future to look like? And who I am today and the way I think about myself today and the way I treat myself today determines how my tomorrow will be. So her mission is to, to teach people of all ages that you have permission to love yourself first so that when you go out into the world, it's not that what people are taking, it's what you're choosing and who you're choosing to give it to. It's it's a wonderful exchange. It's really hard to put into words because it, it, it really is, I mean, not to sound cliche, but Christmas magic, I suppose. <laughs> I love that. And those lessons are so important because we're in a culture that focuses on what we look like, how we dress, what our occupations are. And I feel that that's such an important message. That That goes hand in hand with if our cup isn't full, right, then we can't pour out to be able to take care of someone else. And that is true. It's right. hard for us to be kind to others if we are unkind to ourselves. That doesn't mean we have to be prideful, but it means we need to be mindful and gr- mm-hmm. give ourselves grace. You know, us homeschooling moms, I think we need to give ourselves grace in that Sometimes we can't finish the curriculum book. Sometimes the kids are just real antsy and it's a beautiful day out. And sometimes the best homeschooling you can do is outside with mother nature and enjoying the sunshine because winter will come and you'll be cooped up. Take the sunshine days. That's one of the blessings of homeschooling. So, but I love that that mother Christmas, your alter ego being Caroline Shaver. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell her she's like my... Clark Kent and Superman, you know? <laughs> uh, ooh, yeah. She does have a website now. So yay. yay. Um, and the YouTube channel, she has a YouTube channel and I have about 10,000 followers on TikTok and that's slowly growing, but she leans into the seasons and a lot of self affirmations and isn't all um, you know, Christmas in your face all the time. There are lots of accounts for all those kind of things. Although she will be here pretty soon. She, she <laughs> like she loves Halloween. I she does. She loves Halloween because it's a it's a time to change and it's a, a time to say, you know, hmm, maybe I need to take a step back for a moment because let's be honest, the Christmas season, as much as like everybody says they love it, and then people who fight depression and there's family drama and there's just uh, sometimes the chaos that I think we pretend isn't there, but it's, it's unfortunate. And I, and I really see that with teens too, I heard, um, and I'm in Oklahoma right now, but I've heard that like Oklahoma is one of the biggest states with teen like mental health issues. And I just thought, you know, this, that's why when you said a minute ago that it's not prideful, uh, it made me realize that prideful is demanding your way and mindful is recognizing that the only person you can control is yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. Even our children, like even our children, in the end, like, do you, do I really, I remember homeschooling, do I really want to control my children? No, I want them to be able to think for themselves and want to learn. And I think that's, to me, learning is just the, the crucial element that for the rest of your life, you, sh- you should learn and, and not think that we were talking about, you mentioned careers. 
I've never really had a career because I was diagnosed with congestive heart failure when I was 27 and given two to five years to live. So when I hit my 40s, I was really sad that I'd never had a career and I didn't really feel like an adult. So I went to college. And then when I graduated and walked across the stage, I thought there would be the, you know, the voice of God from heaven would come down and it would be like, congratulations, you have become an adult at 43, right? But it wasn't, that's not what happened. It was more like the nothingness from never ending story. And I walked into this Uh, um, I don't feel any different. In fact, now I feel depressed because I don't have anything lined up. And I remember thinking, this is what we do to 18 year olds. We say, go to college and then you'll, you know, you'll be an adult when you graduate. And I just remember thinking as I've aged since then, I've had the privilege of of facing death a lot. Mm. I'm really wondering, will today be the day when I, when I have, and I still have cardiac issues, but I mean, I'm better than I was. Um, and I've had the privilege to watch my life happen and to stay home and take care of myself and to lean into the only thing I had was taking care of me and my children. The homeschooling them was hard work. It was hard and it's so underappreciated. And I look back now and my children both still talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, did either one of them, and I'll I'll be honest, I'm going to be transparent here. And this is not to disparage anyone. But my children, I kind of knew, especially my daughter, college was not her thing. And she didn't graduate. And my son, it it will be one day. He did not. He also was like, (laughs) and I said, well, then I I really don't want to pay for anything if you're not sure what you want to do yet. and. You know what? They both are figuring it out and I'm here for them. And we, you know, I just, I love the whole idea that they are their own people. I birthed them and I raised them and I got to be with them, mm-hmm. even in the hard times. And it's easy to remember the hard times, but you have to sometimes force yourself to remember the good, even if it's only one instant during the day. Um, because I remember, and, and it was, my husband lasted like 30 minutes when he tried to homeschool one day. So <laughs> that's when, <laughs> when I was like, wow, I may not have a degree and I may not, you know, be active duty or this or that or have a career, but. Oh, but homeschooling is, it's not only a career, I feel it's a mission oh, yeah. field. You know, your oh, children, yeah, I saw sure. a t-shirt the other day that says, my children are my mission. And there's no yeah. shame in that. Yeah. And what you did in homeschooling is yeah. your you taught them that, you know, like you said, we tend to think, having been through public school myself, that mm-hmm. learning is in the classroom. So yes. whether you're in elementary school, high school, college, learning, and then once you graduate from learning, then right. that's when adulting begins. But yes. learning is a lifestyle. That yes, I feel as that many of us homeschoolers are teaching our children to love mm-hmm. learning all life long. And so that might yeah. mean that yeah. our children don't go into college right away. It might mean that right. our entrepreneurs and maybe mm-hmm. they never go to college. College isn't the end all. Learning is right. what opens the door to right. all these possibilities. And well, I feel yeah. that. That is the privilege that we have of teaching 
that to our children mm-hmm. and, you know, as homeschool moms and, you know, you yeah. were, you were talking about how you love reading and that love of reading is something that um, I feel is when we pass that on to our children, then that gives them the tool they need. Because if you can read, you can do just about anything. You can figure it out. Right. You can learn it. You can. You don't have to sit in a classroom to learn how to to cook. You know, if you can read, oh you can yeah, I know recipe. You know, and yeah. that that that's so equipping. You know, it, it yeah. equips our children with this yeah. important tool, probably one of the most important tools we can give them. And so, with that said, then, mm-hmm. and you know, you read to children of all ages, and I'm sure many of us adults have sat at your feet because I've watched your videos too. <laughs> so, but I, You're I just still think sweetest. of myself as a kid. <laughs> but how important do you feel that? In your experience as a homeschool mom and as mm-hmm. a woman who has um, been to college and just done all these different things uh, and entrepreneur as well, how important is reading in a child's life? Oh, my goodness. I've, I've read to both my kids and I, I, I found a book the other day where my parents, my mother started uh, here, this is yours. <laughs> this, this container has all your stuff in it. And I find books from when I was a little kid and I had a library card. I had taken, I had created my own library in my own bedroom for books for me to check out. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, and I have audio tape of my grandparents and my father who, who died of, a, he was uh, 45 and I was 17. My parents had divorced when I was eight, but um, I didn't see him a lot, but he, he died of a, uh, at seven when I was 17. And I found these, my mom gave me these cassette tapes and he's on the cassette tape reading with me. And I will have those memories forever. And so I, I know like the, the love of reading was instilled in, upon, you know, in me at such a young age. Um, and when I read to my children, those are just to me the moments that I, I don't know. They're just they're so natural to me because learning, like you were mentioning a minute ago, you know, when you're learning, you're not just learning a subject. You know, like in like in regular school, you show up to a class, you learn the subject, and you leave, and then you take a test and and blah blah blah. But when you're homeschooling, you're also getting the opportunity to learn about yourself while you're learning the subject and not just as like the kids but as parents right and so to me reading is just such a natural part of I just guess sounds so cheesy but being alive and it is such like my kids were never big readers even though oh and I couldn't understand it because I was reading all the time but they are now my son, I don't know, but my daughter is for sure. Um, and David loves things about planets or animals. And he was always kind of like that. Now he's like, oh, yeah, I found this. Or, um, but Corinne, she's like, oh, I read this book and I read that book. And and she said, I feel like the stories behind Mother Christmas, is this what Tolkien felt like, Mom? And I said, oh, man, I have no idea. I'm not that old, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know, or Stan Lee. Uh, or any of, you know, when you create this world, 
And I said, I guess. And I, I, I really don't think I would be where I am right now with this, even this origin story that I'm writing or this character if I weren't a reader. Um, I don't, did I answer your question, Crystal? I really don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. My takeaway from that is when your father reading with you really sparked that love of reading in your own life. And you learned at an early age that you can kind of create your own world with that. You yeah. know, if you're reading fiction, you can be in that, that uh, world with that person, whatever that fiction mm-hmm. uh, novel is. Or if you're, I love to read biographies. And you yes. can gain inspiration and wisdom and mm-hmm. courage from reading biographies. You know, people who have gone through often tragic circumstances and they came out on the other end and, and they're okay and they've got this great message and, and yeah. okay, that I can be okay too. And you can teach your children through that, that they'll be okay, whatever they're going through, um, they'll be okay. Just it, it sometimes takes a little while to work it out. And then another way of nurturing that is modeling it. If your kids see you reading and enjoying it, and here you are with Mother Christmas bringing it to life. You're putting, like literally putting your life behind these books as you read them. And so I think we really focused on that reading is important because mm-hmm. it is probably one of the main tools that we can give our children to lifelong mm-hmm. learning. If you're teaching your children to read, giving them that love of reading, or at least encouraging them to read, they don't have to necessarily love it to use that tool. I don't love a hammer, but it comes in handy when I'm, I need to hit a nail. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think that when we give them that tool, we don't always have to be right there teaching them ourselves. We right. open the door for them to teach themselves. It's it's so true. It's it's so true. My mother used to say to go look it up. And that was back in the day. We're really aging ourselves here, Crystal, when we had <laughs> right. encyclopedias in the house, right? Yes. You had to look up things. But learning is a part of life and reading is a part of learning. And mm-hmm. it just goes hand in hand. And I just, I love, I'll probably read when we get off here because just because. Well, Caroline, as we close, what advice do you have for military homeschooling families, moms in particular? Oh, goodness. First, I want to applaud you and tell you that you are amazing to to the military moms out there, you know, military spouses who are homeschooling because being a mother is already a hard job. And then you add homeschooling. It's a little bit, it's a little bit extra. It is. And I hope you know that you are amazing. There will be hard days as you've already, if you, as you already know, or if you're considering it, there will be hard days, but there are, there are hard days. Anyway. Life, life has promised, promised us two things. It will throw as much as it can at us. Mm-hmm. And one day you will take your last breath, not to be morbid, but that is a fact. And so live those moments. Like that is the moment for you as your child is developing. These are little seeds you are planting and they will become their own just blossoming flower or tree or whatever they become in their own life. And you will be so glad that you took the time to do what you're doing now. And if you need any more 
encouragement. I'm sure um, find those people because when I homeschooled, that's what I did. I had other homeschool mom and I had time for myself. Please take the time for yourself. Find a way. Maybe if you can't do it once a week, I mean, my husband, he said he's enlisted and I did not, uh, we, 20, 21 years ago. Oh boy, what we made. And then, oh geez. Um, it, I feel like in some ways there's a lot that are very similar today with it, with finances and, you know, you're going to be so grateful you did this. Take the time for yourself, even if it's only once a month, just to do something that you love that fills you up. And if you can do that every day, that's even better. It's in that quiet time. I, I love to be outside my five and a half year old border collie. Some days it does feel like I'm homeschooling him, to be honest, because he's way smarter than me. Um, <laughs> but him and I spend our mornings outside and where he watches and chases the squirrels and I have my coffee and my quiet time. And sometimes I only get a few minutes, but take that time. Take care of yourself. Fill your cup first. Fill your heart first. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. Give yourself grace. and you'll be okay. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. It's just me talking to my younger self there. So I hope it spoke mm-hmm. to somebody. I'm like, what would I have wanted oh, to hear so when I was homeschooling? That's what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Not do this or do that. No, no. Pick the curriculum that works best for you. Crystal, I'm sure you've got an episode on here. So you need to take that part out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But like, it's going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. Right. Exactly. I love that because there's no one curriculum that's going to do it all. You know, nobody can say if you use this curriculum, your kids are going to be well adjusted. You're not going to be harried and frazzled every day. Um, It's basically going to teach itself and everything's going to work out and your kids are going to go on and and be attorneys and lawyers and all that. Right. There's no perfect way of homeschooling. What's important is that you love your kids. You Mm -hmm. want what's best for your kids. Well, Caroline, how can listeners connect with you? I have my personal, I have a personal Facebook page. It's pretty public. Uh, Mother Christmas kind of runs it now, but because it's a personal page, they won't let me change my name. (laughs) So Caroline Howie Schaefer, and it's C-O-W-I-E, and then S-C-H-A-F-E-R. My Instagram is also Caroline Howie Schaefer. And then The Mother Christmas is on Instagram and on TikTok. And then The World of Mother Christmas is on YouTube. And that's my website as well. And the website also has links to all the socials. And it's just a one-page website right now. Again, that is not my that is not my thing. But it's basic and enough where if someone wants to contact me, they can do that through there or they can do that through um Facebook or yeah I love I send little private messages to people and and it's just I just love it I love seeing people take a breath and say oh I can like myself and love myself and look at that it's beautiful well Caroline thank you so much for joining me today to talk about uh, mother christmas and the importance of nurturing a love for reading with our kiddos. Well, thank you for having me, Crystal. I love, I could I could talk about this all day. <laughs> well, hopefully we can have you back on maybe 
uh, do a Facebook Live with Mother Christmas a little bit closer to Christmas and introduce the kids to you. That would be amazing. I would love that. Maybe read a book. Could read a book for them. That would be that would be fantastic. Well, listeners, thank you for listening in. My show notes for today can be found at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com, where you'll also find links to all the resources and social uh, media connections and such that Caroline mentioned. Please join me again next week for another dose of encouragement on the Military Homeschool Podcast. Have a blessed week. Thanks for listening in today. Be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. If you liked this podcast, please take a moment to give it a five-star rating and leave a comment. Links to the resources mentioned during the show today can be found in our show notes at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. Connect on Facebook at Military Homeschool Podcast or via email at militaryhomeschoolpodcast at gmail.com.